Hi, I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, songwriter, and worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. tax season, uh, the account in Mark 12, where the Pharisees and some Herodians had tried to trap Jesus with the questions on whether or not to pay taxes to Caesar totally comes to mind. They came to him saying, teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion for you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? And our discerning Lord asks them why they put him to the test and then asks for a denarius, which at that time it was a coin uh, with the value of a day's wage for a laborer. And then he asked them the question, whose likeness and inscription is this? And they respond that it was Caesar's. And then Jesus wisely responds with, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. So as these Pharisees are seeking to kind of butter Jesus up uh, in the beginning by stating that he is true, they actually end up uttering some falsehoods in their ignorance of Jesus's character and who he actually is. While the English translation here says, do not care about anyone's opinion, uh, for you are not swayed by appearances, the original Greek text here actually implies that they're saying Jesus doesn't care or take concern towards others because he doesn't show partiality on the basis of outward appearance. This shows their heart, I mean, probably more than they realized or even wanted, uh, because they were just so upset that Jesus didn't show them the reverence that the other people did. And by this, they're assuming that he just didn't concern himself with others. This couldn't be farther from the truth, and it could be a whole other devotional on its own, but the point isn't necessarily to focus on this accusation. The point is actually to point out the state of their hearts and their minds. They were outward focused on both appearances and actions, you know, something such as paying taxes. So the big question, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? And should we pay them or should we not? This actually isn't even the main point of this devotional either, uh, but it brings about the question of where our focus is. So you see, in light of all of this pandemic, the question has been, is it legal to meet in, as a church body or not? And should we meet in person or should we not? But is that really the question or the focus that we should have? Jesus wisely responded and in proper focus that while yes, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, right? We should also be rendering to God the things that are God's. So if we get so focused on rendering to Caesar that we neglect then to render to God the things that are his, where does that leave us? I mean, it's definitely not leaving us in a place that he wants us to be. So what if instead we focused on asking, what does God want us to do and to render to him? I mean, we don't even need that second follow-up question, right? Or should, or should we not do blank? Because the answer that God's telling us to do, no matter what he tells us to do, it should always, our response should always be, yes, Lord, your will be done. So while the question, what does God want us to do, it's, it's rather general. And in some areas of specifics, it can't be easily answered in just like one Bible verse. There are things in scripture, though, 
that do tell us what he wants us to do, such as going into all the nations and making disciples, praying without ceasing, giving thanks, uh, stirring one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet, praising his name, loving him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourself. In the specifics, uh, he's, he's very faithful to answer us when we seek him, knowing that as we draw near to him, he will draw near to us, and that as we make our plans, he is faithful to guide our steps when we're allowing him to direct us and to just follow the promptings of his spirit over our feelings or opinions on things. So how do we render to God the things that are his? In his very foundation, he created us, he formed us, he redeemed us, he called us by name, so we're his. Therefore, we should render ourselves wholly to him as living sacrifices. If we had a servant, which I know that can be kind of hard to imagine in today's culture, uh, but let's instead say, we have a child who is an employee in our family business. If our child is working in our family business, they, as our employee and our child, should want to do their job to the best of their ability, right? Seeking to please us as their boss and their parent, working for the ultimate growth of the family business. If we have placed our faith in Jesus, receiving him as our salvation, we're choosing to become his bondservant, and we have become children of God adopted into his family just as it says in Galatians 4, 5. And as God's family business, his business is redemption and reconciliation in which we have been made ambassadors of. So our best is to be daily being filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit in order that we can be poured out and doing those works that he's prepared for us all for God's glory and to grow the kingdom of heaven because it's the Father's will that, that no one should perish and that all would come to repentance. So yes, tithing can be part of this as well, offering and sacrificing monetarily to God uh, for him to use as he wills. But I'm not going to go into that in particular area right now. Um, if you're interested in how God feels about tithing and what he says about that, um, and it's actually the one area he says to Testament, um, you can read and study about that in Malachi chapter 3. Uh, specifically, it's in verses 6 through 12. So yes, pay your taxes according to the laws of the land, but most importantly, render yourself to God. Live with open hands for him to pour into and to take out from, being a vessel of honor in which he's free to use however he chooses. That abundant life comes from abiding in him, crucifying your flesh daily, and letting him carve out those things in you that are not of him and then filling it with himself in order that you may be a cup that runs over, pouring out and touching others. So today, purpose in your heart to render to God the things that are God's. Render yourself to him every single day. blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that's crystal with a K.